joined on the line by Vincent Maguena. He is the, the spokesperson of the president. Uh, Vincent, good evening and welcome. Good evening, Ayabonga. Good evening to the listeners. Thank you very much for joining us, uh, Vincent. I want to maybe kick things off straight with the Section 194 process. We'll come back to the budget vote speech. Uh, but I just had a discussion uh, with uh, Bandu Olomisa, and uh, one of the things he's saying is um, why the timing of the decision by the president to suspend the public protector now when, um, for all intents and purposes, in the next 24 to 48 hours, we would have heard uh, some uh, view on behalf of the courts on uh, another pending matter. What's your view on that? Um, I'm not going to respond to that, except to say this has been an ongoing process for quite some time. Um, You will recall that there was even a period where there was an exchange of correspondence um, between the president and the public protector. Um, The process was instituted by the National Assembly. It was not instituted by the presidency. Um, So the question of timing uh, is neither here nor there at at this stage. Uh, This process started some time back, um, and it reached a point where the president felt he had considered each element of the public protector's submissions quite carefully. He had taken account uh, the nature of the public protector's office, as well as his own constitutional obligations. Um, therefore, in fulfilling those uh, obligations, uh, the president decided to suspend advocates in Kwebana. So there's no preemptive play on your end, and I'm also, I guess, uh, wondering why you, you say you wouldn't respond to that. I don't know what you mean by preemptive play, because the, there's a section in the Public Protector Act, which we've mentioned in our statement, Section 2A7, Mm. And that section is quite clear that uh, whenever the public protector, for whatever reason, is unable to perform his or her functions, uh, or while there's a pending appointment uh, to the office of the public protector, the deputy public protector perform the functions of the office. Um, So therefore, the absence of advocates in Kwebane will uh, Mm, not impede the progress of any investigations that are pending or, or underway. Mm. You mentioned, I guess, the, the correspondence uh, in your earlier response, um, the correspondence between the public protector and the president. Um, I mean, does that, uh, alongside any submissions the public protector would have made, uh, considering the, her own fitness uh, to hold that office, uh, are you suggesting that those things alongside many other factors have contributed to this decision and that uh, this relationship might have broken down irreparably? No, 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 no. no. Uh, um, the, that exchange of correspondence was, was part of a process whereby the president was giving Advocate Mkwebane a fair hearing mm. uh, before, make, before taking a decision. Um, there are, and I won't get into the details, and you can um, query this with the National Assembly, but there are detailed um, charges um, against the public protector, and in considering the seriousness of those uh, charges, having given um, advocates in Kweba in a fair hearing, and having considered... Uh, her submissions quite carefully. 
the president then arrived at the decision that we've just announced. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess maybe just uh, a last one on this particular matter before we um, head out to the uh, some of the salient parts of the budget vote speech. Um, what then normally follows here? I mean, what are the timelines that you envisage insofar as this process is concerned? Or can you not answer that and that's something the National Assembly must deal with? Yeah, that's that's something the National Assembly will have to then address because they are the custodians of, of, of this process. Okay. Um, therefore, they will kick off uh, uh, the process. Uh, so they, they best place to, to, to tackle that question. And then, of course, once they've concluded their business, what what happens to whatever it is they would have worked on? A report goes to the president and, yeah. Yeah, well, depending on the outcome of the process. So we cannot preempt that. Um, we'll be guided by uh, the process and the outcome of, 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 of the process. Okay. Talking about the National Assembly, uh, the president uh, presenting the uh, presidency's budget vote speech earlier on today. Uh, before we get, I guess, into the the content and substance of that uh, uh, contribution, uh, talk to me about, I guess, um, as the president, your view on uh, what unfolded uh, for about, I guess, close on an hour before proceedings started in earnest. You know, that's to be honest, that's uh, the list of uh, of our priorities at the moment. Those were the metrics that were expected. Um, as a country for some time we've been subjected to those kinds of unfortunate uh, sins which are aimed at undermining uh, the rights of South Africans from hearing from the head of state. Equally, those are unfortunate sins that are aimed at um, infringing upon the constitutional obligation of the president to fully account on the work of his office and that of his administration. Unfortunately, it's something that has become uh, custom and part and parcel of parliamentary uh, experience, but it's really regrettable. Um, and those theatrics serve no particular objective against the nature of challenges that we face as a country. Um, as well as the kind of work we need to do, um, all of us together, to pull the country out of uh, the effects of the pandemic, to lift the country from uh, the sort of stagnant economy we have experienced. There's a lot of work to be done, and unfortunately, uh, it's not a time for theatrics. However, you know, people who feel that that's the best way to engage suppose that's how they they view they that's their view of the world don't you get a sense though that also that uh, i guess the the rules of parliament or even uh, the procedures of parliament um in a sense i guess are still stuck very much uh, where where we were probably a few years ago when uh, i guess this kind of political action started um in the uh, uh uh, National Assembly, and of course, I think you know the EFF is well within its rights to to do what it does here. But um, just your view, I guess, on how uh, the responses to it have evolved, if at all, uh, since um, since that started. Look, I, I'm not going to comment specifically on on the nature of parliamentary rules. That's not my purview, and I'm not qualified to do so. However, um, I think uh, one can commend the presiding officers for handling the situation as best as they could. 
it is clear that those actions were not just sporadic actions. Though that kind of behavior was well planned and well coordinated. Um, and the people of South Africa have to then judge if they are better theft uh, in that in that manner. But from our perspective, the presiding officers did their very best under the circumstances to manage that situation, which was a deliberate uh, plan to disrupt the proceedings uh, today. Talk to me about, I guess, uh, some of the features of the budget vote speech. Uh, I think uh, a lot of ground covered. I mean, even uh, Bandu Olomisa just uh, uh, before you joined us saying, you know, he felt it was, um, I guess, another mapping out of the state of the nation. Um, And uh, we uh, do find ourselves, I guess, in in very difficult terrain and a very tough wicket at the moment. Uh, Talk to me about some of the key highlights uh, that uh, uh, you felt were the salient parts of this particular budget vote speech. I think one of the things that viewers will appreciate is that the presidency sits at the apex of the executive. Mm. And its sole task is to lead and coordinate the various functions of government. And so what the president presented today um, were milestones that have been achieved against the priorities that he had outlined during his State of the Nation address. With respect to uh, the reliability of energy supply, with respect to work being done around job creation and growing our economy, he referenced uh, how close we are at meeting uh, the investment targets that he set back in 2018. Uh, with respect to the uh, uh, bid window five and six uh, that are about to to close and which will improve our energy situation. He referenced the additional capacity that the South African Police Service will receive uh, in the ongoing uh, effort to improve community safety and fight the scourge of crime that's currently inflicting our country. So those were the points that, if you recall, uh, are directly linked to the priorities he outlined in his SONA address earlier in the year. Mm. So this was an excellent update to the South African public with respect to where we are as a government and as an administration in fulfilling those goals outlined during the State of the Nation address. We know one, one element, of course, that uh, certainly we are in Youth Month, that has been part of the uh, budget vote of the presidency, has been the presidential uh, youth employment intervention. Um, where, where are we insofar as that is concerned? And I guess um, so far as whatever impact has been achieved since it was uh, kicked off, um, I think 2019, 2020, somewhere there? Uh, there has been some 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 uh, um, significant um, results in that place. Over 600,000 young people, for example, have been um, placed in job opportunities. Um, obviously, that's not enough uh, when viewed against the level of unemployment, particularly youth unemployment that we face. Uh, but there has been some 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 progress made there. We need more progress uh, in alleviating. 
those high levels of, of unemployment. There are various programs, and some the president did not even mention today, but they will be unveiled during the course of Youth Month um, that involve the upskilling of young people in the digital space, for example, um, that involved uh, that involve uh, absorbing uh, those young people into work work opportunities. So, unfortunately, with with the state of our economy, um, those programs are not running at a pace that we desire and that the president would like to see. But nonetheless, there is some effort uh, in that regard. As I've said, it's over 600,000 young people that have been placed in job opportunities. Mm. Just hold the line there for me for a second, Vincent. We're going to take some voice notes, uh, two voice notes, just uh, uh, some reflections, I guess, on uh, the issue we were discussing earlier. And then... uh, on the other side of that, uh, I'd like to talk about coordination because yesterday we heard some unsettling news that uh, even with the disaster we saw out in KZN and parts of the Eastern Cape, uh, that uh, it seems there's a logjam somewhere in uh, getting the release of that money and uh, shines a spotlight on the coordination issues that ideally something like the district development model should respond to. So we'll come back to that, but let's take a listen to these voice notes. Uh, good evening, Ivan. So sure, the public protector launches a probe into Cyril's farm gate and today she's suspended. <laughs> you know, you're watching a pantomime of politics here. I mean, look, I know the suspension was looming, but this is very perfect timing, you know, perfect timing for Cyril. This is Cyril. Thanks, Cyril. Um, sure, I am. This is Black Rebel from Deben Wamakota. I uh, the suspension of Busisum Kabani is not a, like I I mangas at all. I've been waiting for it to happen, not because she was incompetent or what. I was waiting for it to happen basically because she was advocating for black people. You see, in this country, in this country, as any of ours, it's a problem when you advocate for black people, especially for those who are at the lower, lower, lower class. So if you advocate for them, it becomes a problem. Vincent, uh, yeah, just your, your, your quick thoughts on that before we get to the coordination issue. Um, it's kind of difficult to respond to such sentiment um, that do not recognize the fact that um, the president always has to act within the prescripts of the Constitution. In the statement we released, we outlined the section of the Constitution um, that directs this process. We further outlined the sections of the Public Protector Act um, that clearly stipulate what is to happen when such a decision has been made. But it's important to just emphasize that the president just doesn't act willy-nilly. He is bound by the constitutional uh, prescripts uh, his powers have to be exercised in a manner that is in line with the Constitution, um, and that is what he has done in this particular case. This process against the public protector was kicked off by Parliament, rightly so. And the President had to, therefore, fulfill his part of uh, the constitutional obligations regarding this matter. 
So when there are sentiments that are expressed outside of the realm of the Constitution and what the law says, it becomes really difficult to engage. Then lastly, on coordination, um, as I said yesterday, we heard some remarks that a lot of the disaster management uh, relief funds, uh, which ostensibly, I guess, um, you know, would need some coordination across different tiers of government. Seemingly a logjam there. Um, just your thoughts on that in light of the president's remarks on uh, the district development model. From the president's point of view, there has been an increase in levels of collaboration across the different parts of government. With respect to issues in KZN in particular, uh, the Minister of Finance has communicated in that regard where he has stated that there were um, requirements that needed to be fulfilled by the province of KwaZulu-Natal in order to unlock that funding from the minister's perspective, that has not happened. Um, I'm sure that very soon uh, there will be a meeting and those uh, issues will be ironed out. The president is eager to see relief being provided to the people of KwaZulu-Natal. The president is eager to see that relief delivered with a great deal of speed and uh, any misunderstanding or hurdles that yeah. may exist between various state entities mm. will need to be resolved with a great deal of speed. Okay, Mr. Makwenya, we're going to have to leave it there. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Vincent Makwenya speaks on behalf of the presidency.